projectile point uh, that dates uh, around 9,000 years uh, before Christ. From the very earliest settlers that came to the territory of what is now Guatemala. And then we have representative samples of every other period in the history of the country. Can we start at the beginning? Can we start at the history of Guatemala 11,000 years ago? Well, at that time, we were talking about uh, bands of uh, hunters and gatherers who were the first uh, settlers of the American continent. They were hunters of uh, now extinct animals, such as uh, the mammoth and the giant sloth and those. Only gradually they began uh, to settle down and uh, to develop agriculture and other ways of living until by around uh, 1500 BC we get uh, the earliest uh, um, villages, agricultural villages that are fully settled. Is there a name for these people? Not really. Some of their artifacts uh, have, have uh, been given names such as uh, Clovis, these uh, kind of projectile points that they used. But uh, no, we don't really have a, a name that identifies their ethnicity or their language. First uh, few thousand years before Christ, we think there were already speakers of Maya languages here in Guatemala. At that early period, it's very difficult to, or impossible to reconstruct that. In this room, we have special exhibits. One of them is on ancient musical instruments, pre-Columbian musical instruments from Guatemala. They include uh, rattles, drums, flutes and uh, whistles, trumpets, made mostly from clay. You're listening to some recordings of the actual instruments, which are well-preserved enough to be played. The larger part of our collection is made of um, clay objects, vessels, dishes, all the way up to funerary urns, such as this one over here, this large jar, which uh, was used to place the body of the deceased. In the case of the musical instruments, it's uh, interesting because some of them are technically very sophisticated, like the way that the canals for blowing and the holes to play them are very well made in, in some cases. You can tell that some people who really knew what they were doing. Why did they build these large city centers? The larger cities like uh, Tikal, for instance, were not really that large compared to other areas in the world. For Tikal, they have estimated populations of 20,000 people, no more than 50,000. The settlement was not very concentrated. You, you see this large architecture, but then around it, you see um, these uh, house uh, groups spread around uh, with, uh, with a lot of space in between. We've come into another room and we're standing next to a very large object that isn't behind glass. It looks as if it could have been a part of one of those ruins. This um, was probably attached to a building. It's a reptile head with a tenon on its back that was probably used to place it on a building wall, on a building platform, so that the head protruded. 
Is it a reptile that we can find in Guatemala? It's not uh, something naturalistic. It's uh, more, more like a mythical being. What's most interesting about this um, figure is that it was recarved. On the back, we can see remains of a pre-classic uh, relief carving, which may have been made around uh, 100 years after the birth of Christ. This figure was destroyed, basically, to carve this uh, reptile head in later times. The original carving reminds me more of a floral design or vines. Was it the Mayans that carved both, but just at a different time? Yeah, probably. It's difficult to tell what the original design was. This culture and others in this room come from a site that uh, existed here in the Guatemala Valley, um, what is now Guatemala City. The site is called Caminal Huyu.